Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So July is my favorite month. It's um for a lot of reasons. It's my birthday, um, my girlfriend's birthday. It's summer, vacation time, and it's the month I became sober and found out the problem that I had. So there's a lot of negativity in the media towards the abuse of women, you know, paedophilia, a lot of negative shit that has gone on at the minute. It's um I'm not one for trends, following trends, but it's really good to address. So first of all, you know, I was raised by two women, two beautiful and powerful women, my grandmother and my mother. So women to me, certainly sober, mean everything, you know. Without women, we would not be who we are. Certainly without my grandmother and my mother, we wouldn't be in this position, you know. So this podcast is uh, celibacy. It's um, how I went from sleeping with women for the sake of it all over the world to not having sex for over a year, you know. Drink and sobriety is totally different so you know mixing alcohol with adhd addiction with mental illness is um is no joke you know you go from sleeping women just for the sake of it almost certainly downgrading women treating women like a piece of shit that i couldn't let go for years you know who i was under the influence um to who I am now, you know, sober. And that is why I was sex-free, celibacy for over a year and a half, you know. The old Glenn having sex for the sake of it, drunk me, going out. It was uh, stupid women. It was always, everything was about women. When I say stupid women, you know, it would be negative women that would use me for my energy, drain the living daylights out of me, drain the soul out of me, and not give me anything in return. And it was all about, you know, there was one week in Cambodia where I slept with 10 women in, in less than a week. And it was um, all for this legacy of being called a legend, you know, under the influence of was egotistic, obnoxious, arrogant. And I didn't understand who I really was. And I've always, you know, hurts me and it kills me when I, when I hear of, you know, women being physically abused. But what's the difference between physical abuse and mental abuse I was delusional to the problem that I have and the more people that reach out to me the more honest I'm going to be because it makes me think I'm not the only one that was delusional to the problem that I had so this podcast is uh, to show respect for our women and you know sober now all these positive women friends even my girlfriend have come into my life that I would have never dealt with being under the influence um, sober all the negativity is gone and it's um even for instance right now i am rocking charlotte's love um love is in the year top custom made she made for me charlotte is such a positive woman a very powerful woman in her presence you can you can almost feel her energy and um there you have another influencer kelsey mcguire that shared one of my uh one of my podcasts you know and she mentioned in the podcast it was one of the best podcasts that she listened to because it was pure honesty. And that's what this is, you know. So if you're turning a new leaf, you were under the influence, you were a bad person to women, you were suffering with addiction and mental illness, and you turned your life around, and now you're struggling with, you know, 
being sober, you don't look at women the same, or you don't have that mental connection. You don't have that same emotions. You know, you're, you're finding it hard to understand yourself. Um, it's okay. It's very different sober to being drunk. You know, you're you're the purest version of yourself. You're the realest version of yourself. So, uh, you know, I couldn't get it. It was uh, I was on dates most weeks. You know. No one would match my level, my energy. It wasn't that I couldn't couldn't have sex. It was that um, I just didn't feel that connection, that energy, that you know, on that same level. I wasn't gonna sleep on him for the sake of it, you know. Um, if that's the case, I would have just just go in the toilet and have a wank masturbate. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like sober. I'm not going to give my energy to somebody that doesn't deserve my energy, you know? And I'm very intense, I'm very honest. So when I meet a new girl or when I'm on a date, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. I'm going to give the full version of myself. And if they don't see me for who I am, I see past the chaos, that's not my fault. I made mistakes that I'm ashamed of, that I'm embarrassed of, I feel guilty to this day, but that is, you know, I'm human. So. That's why it didn't really work. It was a year and a half where I didn't have sex and I, I almost felt, you know, for a, f for a few moments and a few few days, few weeks went on, I actually thought I was gay. Um, now, I'm not dissing or looking down on any homosexual. My fa 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 uh, members of my family is gay. Some of my best friends is gay. And, and fair play to them. I'm too much of a pussy to be gay, if that's being frankly honest. I'm sometimes I'm terrified to go go to the toilet. You know, shit's to come out that big that it hurts me. Fuck that sticking out and up that arse. Certainly, certainly not a sausage, yeah. So fair play to any man that's gay. I'm not, you know, looking down or putting down on any homosexual. Um in fact, gays have more fun. It's um some of the best people in the world. This is my friends that I've met that was uh was blessed to me are gay. So it's it's just I was in this, you know, was torn over this new leaf. I went from sleeping with girls for the sake of it every day to almost just just for the sake of it, you know, just just to get this five minute, ten minute drill. And to be honest, you know, it's it's. Do you ever think that Russell Brand says the best? Do you ever think that behind it all, that girl might be, you know, that's someone's daughter? And I didn't see that when I was under the influence because I was suffering with addiction and mental illness. You know, it's, it's certainly no joke and I'm not trying to claim to be self-claimed to be this sort of player that it's funny or that I'm a legend because it's it's disgraceful, you know, the way I carried on. So from there, I come into this new life sober. I didn't have that connection. And look, being totally honest, you know, um, you go from, you go into this new life, right? Now, I'm very different. My mind thinks different of ADHD, OCD, psychosis and and everything else you know lactose lactose intolerant you can the list goes on but uh basically i come into this new life and um when when i'm i'm with a girl right i want her to sweep me off my feet i live for collie wobbles butterflies in my stomach that's when i travel the world living free with barely any money jumping on planes that's how i've lived and um you know you go from you go back i was texting this girl in new zealand and one night i went out with her and I told her before, I'm sober, you know, I don't drink. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine, whatever. So I went out, she had a few drinks in her, four or five drinks. She's a bit tipsy. Then I took her home. And when I took her home, um, I slept with her. 
So you have the conscious of being being sober, you know, oh, am I going to come too quick or, you know, whatever. But there's, there's, that's an excuse, right? Because there's answers for everything. Kegel, Kegel exercises is help you last longer in bed, you know. it's it's You almost train the muscles in your body to train the mind to perform better in bed. And since starting them, you know, they're on YouTube. How we deal with everything is, you know, YouTube, how I've lived all over the globe is from YouTube and from educating myself. So then all of a sudden, you know, I got answers. I could last longer in bed. It was perfectly fine. But uh, back to her in New Zealand, she, the next day, was in the lift going down, dropping her to a taxi, and she couldn't understand how I was so fresh. And I was like, well, I told you that I don't drink. And she's like, what? She was, she couldn't process that I was sober in a nightclub. In fact, I had a see-through Mac on, so I looked like a, it looked even worse. I looked like a bleeding serial killer, you know? And uh, she couldn't process the feeling. She, she almost made me feel like, you know, I took advantage of her, which was, it was very hard for me to take on. I told this girl that I was sober and she sleeps with me. Um, when she had a few drinks knowing I was sober and then she feels bad for it because I made her feel uncomfortable because she was drunk she felt bad when I was sober and that's what it is you know when you're sober you make other people that have a drink problem feel uncomfortable um, and from there I was seeing another girl she was in a band she was a really interesting girl she was awesome and the same thing happened these girls would drain my energy they would you know, they would suffer themselves with anxiety or whatever it was. They would take all my energy, expect me to help them, be almost like their their counsellor and give me nothing back in return. So for a year and a half, I just couldn't connect with any, any woman, you know. And no woman in a year and a half that, no woman done it for me. So like, you know, again, I'm very different. I see the world different. I live this interested life. So unless you're really interesting to me and unless you blow me away I'm not gonna sleep with you like for if that's the case I could just go in the toilet and masturbate rather than give my energy to some girl just for the sake of sticking it in a vagina you know what I mean it's it's fucking it's ridiculous there's absolutely I don't see the point why waste two weeks three weeks texting a girl putting in the work just for me to have sex with her when I can get all that energy myself do what I love and just go in the toilet and have a wank it's it's plain and simple so anyway um, with me, yeah, I'm, how do we say, right, so, unless this girl is going to make me feel like I can walk on water, unless, you know, if she's not walking into a nightclub, making people bow before her, if she's not screaming with soul, if she doesn't make everybody in her presence feel good, if she doesn't make me feel good, then I don't want to know. It's not that I'm better than anybody, but it's it's just, I don't settle for anything less than butterflies. So if she's not going to make me feel really good about myself, if she's not going to give me butterflies, then I don't want to know. So anyway, this, this girl falls in, falls from the sky, this fallen angel, electric blue eyes, built from the gods, like a, like a goddess, you know, peachy gold rose blonde hair, um, soul that in her presence she's almost a threat to everybody else she makes people feel that good and um, every she's so fierce and fiery that in her presence she makes me feel alive she gives me butterflies and you know making love to this this angel was like 
eating passion fruit on a high speed roller coaster with no with no seatbelt, like in her presence, looking into her eyes, you know, my heart almost melts. She she gives me all these butterflies being around her, and and that girl, Koyasale, was worth more than all the girls I've ever slept with for the sake of it. Worth that weight, and if Koyasala didn't come along, more than likely I'd be still celibate, still celibacy, and still not having that connection with anyone else. Because when you're sober, you realise, you know, I'm better than that. My grandmother and my mother raised me better to downgrade women, right? I've done terrible stuff in the past that I'm not proud of, but the past doesn't matter. The past has created who I am today. So, you know, I can go out. You know, what, what's the point of? going out taking a 4 or 5 out of 10 home to sleep with just for the sake of it I can fucking go into the bathroom and release myself you know masturbate it's it's sober life you know you're the purest version of yourself the, the, the best possible version of yourself and you attract this energy from positive women you know powerful positive women that you would never attract when you're under the influence when it's releases all sober releases all the negativity behind mental illness and mental health so like that's why i was sex free celibate for over a year and a half and um, i'm not going to just sleep with anyone for the sake of it certainly not sober you know and um, it's it's who i am i would go the rest of my life with staying sex free rather than just sleep with somebody just to stick my dick inside a vagina. It's um women to me are everything. I've learned from my grandmother and my mother, the most powerful and positive women I know. They've taught me who I am today. And women deserve, you know, more than that. They deserve better. They deserve the most respect in the world. Um and again, you know, if you're coming into this new life, you're sober, you're struggling with dating, how can I go from sleeping with everybody to, you know, not sleeping with anybody and it's simple it's plain and simple you know you think you need a drink to go out and to go out and get women to pull women but, but you're wrong you know you get when you're drunk you go out and pull stupid women and when i say stupid women again i'm referring to negative women that bring you down you know almost bring you down to their level and that's what it is sober you know to me i'd rather sleep with someone once every year that give me energy, give me hope and, you know, believe in me, bring out the best of me, then sleep with a million women a year just for the sake of it, just, just for the sake of a thrill, you know, um, again, I can go in the bathroom and have a have a five-minute, you know, masturbation, um, pulling the balls on myself just for the sake of it and it's, again, referring back to celibacy. I went from sleeping with women all over the world when I wanted to, like, you know, just for the sake of it, everything was going out to pulling women, to being sober, to not sleeping with anybody, to, you know, finding myself, searching for my soul. And that's why I was celibate for over a year and a half. So to anybody that is struggling with this new sober life, struggling to try to find themselves, um, keep fighting, keep researching, you know self-education youtube everything there's answers to everything you know you can't use any excuse and as i says at the start if one person if this podcast helps one person 
that's my job for the day done. So um, that's pretty much it until uh, next week's podcast. And um, stay in tune. Next week's podcast will be uh, Sober Sex. So peace out and have a beautiful day, my angels.